0: Good morning, everyone. This is Lou Weiss from Manufacturing Talk Radio, also one of the podcasts on the Jacket Media Code network of podcasts that you see behind me, one way or another. Uh, These are our other shows. Uh, Frankly, we don't usually use this uh, background, but uh, Zoom does what Zoom does. So today, you're seeing our other shows. Uh, So thank you for being aboard. Uh, This morning, we have uh, Norbert Orr, who's our senior uh, correspondent for uh, business uh, indicators in manufacturing. Uh, He's going to explain to us the one, uh, what the SLIM report is about and how it's created. So you have a better understanding and feel positive feeling about the credibility of this report, which I find for manufacturers is uh, significant. So uh, without further ado, Mr. Norbert Orr, thanks for joining us.
1: Okay. Thanks, Lou, Good, glad to be with you once again. Great. Uh, yeah, every month we have a new story and uh, uh, that makes makes my job both fun and interesting uh, to, to have that new story, to, to develop it uh, and look at what's going on. Uh, These business surveys are almost all based on the same philosophy, and that is it's based on change. Month over month change. Is this month better than last month? And uh, recently, we've, we've been able to say, yes, it's almost always been the case. But more importantly, we're concerned about the rate of change is business can still be growing but it maybe isn't growing quite as fast as it was the month before. And so that's the things that, you know, that I, I wanna point out from that. Now, one of the uh, reports that we use is called the SLIM report. And uh, the SLIM report was designed to be an early indication uh, of what's going on in the manufacturing sector. And uh, it was based on the theory that uh, uh, we could uh, do a small sample uh, uh, that would give us the same result as a much larger sample. And and the reason we felt that was the case is because manufacturing uh, has a characteristic that's different than non-manufacturing, for instance, or the services sector. And that is by the 10th of the month, manufacturers know what their uh, month looks like right. because of lead times and so on. Whereas services are more coincident and you don't get that early warning out of the services of sector. In fact, if anything, you get a late warning right. out of the uh, services sector for doing that. So. Uh, we're, we're very uh, uh, cognizant that the manufacturing sector has some information uh, that we can't, that will tell us what things are going to be like later on. So, uh, that, well, that's,
0: uh, I, I like that aspect of it. And I look at the other sectors as almost walk in trade. You don't know what you're going to do until they come and do it. Uh, manufacturing, as you pointed out, uh, there's enough indicators. Uh, out there to give you some kind of a semi-realistic view, unless, of course, there's some kind of crisis, like a, a blackout, or, you know, blizzards, uh, flooding, whatever, uh, right. disruptors. So um, that's one of the unique things that I find about the SLIM report. Being that we are manufacturing talk radio, it would seem as though that we should have the leading indicators for manufacturing. Uh, and... The,
1: the you know the, the basis of, of that is if you take the other business surveys that the, the, come out the end of the month, right. generally uh, uh, they don't uh, they don't even go out to their audience uh, of, of, of panelists. They, they don't even go out to them until. Uh, about the 15th or 18th of the month. And then they put it together and it comes out the first of the month. So we're we're talking about with our SLIM survey, uh, current data, very almost real time that we're publishing. And and we focus on only two indexes uh, that we put together. uh, And that is uh, new orders and supplier deliveries out of the eight or nine common indexes that, that we would see. So why new orders and why supplier deliveries? Because they have historically more leading properties. Uh, production, for instance, is is a coincidence. Right. It, it's what's happening today and what, what's doing from that. Uh, backlog of orders tells us that things are uh, getting better, getting worse or whatever, uh, but it doesn't have a leading property associated with that the way supplier deliveries do. And what, what we mean by the supplier deliveries is lead times. If uh, lead time from your supplier goes from three weeks to four weeks, then that's a change that we, we w- would have show up you know, uh, dur- during that period of time. So that, that's right. what uh, gives us the, the reliability of the survey. Good,
0: so uh, I'm sure our listeners have a, a better understanding and I, I think we could get right to the results of the uh, new SLIM survey. So right. uh, let's start with uh, new orders. Looks pretty good. It looks
1: very good. Yeah. Um, now, what, one of the uh, self-criticisms that I have of, of this data is uh, when we put the panel together, uh, we we uh, naturally went to good companies. So uh, the national surveys may have some uh, less credible uh, participants. So this one tends to, to be a, a little bit more of a, uh, 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 positive uh, influence uh, than the uh, than some of the other surveys do. But you're you're right. Uh, if we look at new orders, uh, it's been consistently in the 70s. And right. what that means is, if, if, if 50 is the baseline for the growth or no growth, then 70 is significantly better than the 50 that we would uh, say, say is month over month, no change. And uh, if if you look back at the, since January, we've probably averaged in the neighborhood of 73 or 74 right. uh, for new orders. So, uh, and that's been pretty broad, broad based. And when we look at where are the new orders coming from, It's coming from uh, most industries, Uh, some lag and some lead. But uh, in general, it's it's a very positive report.
0: What I find interesting, uh, according to the uh, stats going back to June of uh, uh, 2020, uh, 1920, right, uh, 2020, uh, that pretty much the manufacturing new order count didn't take much of a hit uh, during the heavier COVID months when there were shutdowns and so on and so forth. Why is that? Is it based on the ratings and the calculations that are done or based on the the business that is there, not the business that you've lost? Yeah, I,
1: I think it happened so quickly
0: that uh,
1: it, it dipped and came right back within yeah. a, about a 45-day period. I got you. Okay, so it was down in what we would consider to be totally recessionary levels, but there was no recession. It, it takes six months of those kinds of data uh, uh, reports in right. order to, to, to be a recession, but we, we uh, I, there's not even a name for this. I could, I could name it uh, today. It's a mini-recession, in my opinion, right. because demand just, the bottom fell out of
0: it. Well, for example, based on your report, uh, in May of 21, uh, 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 the new orders were at 78 and a half. And then March came, which is was the height of the COVID uh, shutdowns, it dropped to seventy-one. Right, That's a, a major drop, but it's still seventy-one over 50. Yeah, so
1: exactly, exactly. So you know, if it's if the index is at eighty and it drops to seventy, uh, uh, we we don't need to go. Cry. If if we cry, it'll be all
0: the way to the bank. Yeah. <laughs> right, you are. Right, you are. So. Uh, Taking this uh, to the next step uh, with regard, unless you had some other other comments about new waters, do do you see see this continuing? I mean, right now, it's at 72 for June, which is not generally the strongest June, July, August. are not generally the strongest manufacturing months, but here it shows up otherwise. Right. Well, again, I I don't know
1: that. we always say, "Is this time different?" And yeah. uh, and, and uh, I truly believe this time is different. Yes, uh, we've not seen anything a uh, spike in uh, uh, demand like we've seen. Uh, uh, not seen the total shutdown of industries like the restaurant industry. Correct. And, and you know, uh, when we talk about manufacturing, uh, I look at restaurants and say, "Well, they're in manufacturing."
0: Yeah, the back right.
1: of the house is all about manufacturing product, and the right. front of the house is a sales organization. Right. Uh, but I, I agree. Uh, those are small businesses, and small businesses it uh, they've been hurt, hurt very, very heavily in all of this.
0: And in many ways, because of the shortage of labor, uh, they're still uh, in in trouble. Uh, I spoke to a restaurant or uh, businessman over the weekend and he said business couldn't be better but I have I have to turn away business right I, I have a capacity issue I don't have enough people issues and so on and so forth he said but there are people coming in to want to eat here and I got to send them away yeah but, but he, he also there's a high likelihood
1: that uh, he had to uh, uh, front-end load his uh, uh, rent uh, uh for his purposes going forward because he had uh, get help from the landlord to let him extend payments
0: and those oh, types course. of things so and they uh, got stimulus checks as well yeah
1: and some of the uh you know they got stimulus checks and so on that uh, that helped again there there's no grand plan for all of this people uh right. you know we, we could have made it much easier on ourselves if we had a, a uh, a plan that uh, we, we could have put it in place and knew that it would work but nobody knew and so we' right. we're, we're, we're uh,
0: really uh, you can be you can be sure that there are think tanks all over the country coming up with uh, multiple plan a's for the next uh, crisis right
1: well but we may not get an, ag- an agreement you know look at how true. How divided the states are as to uh, their recovery and so on. So you think? <laughs> uh, uh, there, uh, we we, we we'll, we'll just have to see. Let's hope we don't have to go through this again. Yeah, let's uh, let's be, be well, on positive the positive uh, side. Uh, yeah. So that
0: do. that being the case, let's talk about the uh, supplier delivery, which is the second part of your uh, uh, calculation to determine the slim number. Right. Uh, well,
1: supplier deliveries uh, uh, to me is one of the most interesting uh, indexes that you can look at in terms of manufacturing uh, because uh, there's a lot of discussion back and forth about deliveries and delivery time and inventories and all of those things tie into the deliveries issue. That if, uh, you know, right now, we. The major uh, delivery problems that we have are bottlenecks, where, uh, for instance, the auto industry is is not getting all of the chips that they need for all of the electronics on a car. If you look at uh, uh, what happens uh, in the electronics on uh, almost any vehicle today, uh, there's probably 10 to 15% of their cost is electronics. So uh, this has all gotten backed up and uh, one manufacturer even has gone as far as uh, telling their customers, they'll give them delivery of the car, but it's going to come without the chips, because it can be operated without the chips. Um, Therefore, uh, they will wait until they get all the chips in, then they'll bring it into the dealership and put in all the chips that need to uh, right. need to go there that, that that's unbelievable. Uh, you know a, another major hassle right now is uh, all of the issues around Taiwan because Taiwan really is the semiconductor capital, and uh, if they're not secure uh, with their suppliers and supply base and so on, many of which are in China. Um, uh, right. Taiwan and China have a very reciprocal relationship in terms of uh, what gets made in, in which country.
0: Yeah, uneasy as it is, they have right. a relationship.
1: <laughs> right. So, supplier deliveries uh, really tell us how things are changing. One of the things it tells me that I'm always interested in is if supplier deliveries are extending, then manufacturers have a uh, reason for them to raise prices. Right. Uh, you You can't raise prices into a dying market or a declining market. You need a growing market in order to raise prices and to
0: maintain those price uh, increases? Well, part of the uh, issue with regards to supplier deliveries is uh, uh, truck train and plane logistical transportation of goods sold. And uh, right now they have a terrible time with the trucking industry, for example, uh, they got business, but they don't have enough trucks. So they don't have enough drivers. And uh, I, I, was up, uh, I was up on Cape Cod over this past uh, week and I was, took particular notice on Route 95, which runs along the East Coast, super, uh, the super highway. And if you look at the ages of the drivers of uh, these big 40, 42, 48 foot trucks, they're all old men. They don't have young people. Yeah, I, I don't know a young person said so I'm gonna to go to school and become a truck driver. And uh, a lot of these guys are retiring. Uh, so companies are pulling trucks off the road because they have no drivers. So you have less trucks and the deliveries of goods take that much longer. So hence your point about- I, I, had, a, I had a similar
1: experience on I-75 uh last week in fact uh, shortly I'm, I'm going to do the same thing but uh what it, uh what i saw was i more trucks uh than i have ever seen mm-hmm. on the road and i think the shortage of drivers means most of the drivers can now dictate say well i don't want really to go to work during days so i'm not working all night driving from that so i think it's put a, an extraordinary number of uh uh, long haul trucks, short haul trucks on, on the highways uh, and uh probably will continue. But we, we, yeah, again, that's... we have a, a shortage uh, of drivers and uh, not much you can do about it except try to offer enough pay that they come in and then they don't stay in the industry is, uh, is the problem.
0: Yeah, so it's, it's, it's kind of a, a mixed bag of problems Right. One creates another shortage of drivers shortage of trucks makes for late deliveries which then affect your report so right. somewhere along there this issue is in your report so right. yeah
1: uh, the, the effect of it is yeah. certainly there when we when we see lead times extend and uh, and so on and it goes across industries you know we have the automobile industry uh, which we we talk about uh, automobiles but the automobile industry is really about 10 different industries sure it's uh, plastics and coatings it's uh chips. fabricated metal it's uh primary metal uh
0: and, and so chips uh, that really
1: determines, autos determines about half of what goes on in manufacturing
0: right and uh, if they don't start getting more chips the car sales annual car sales is going to drop by like millions.
1: Yeah, well, actually, uh, it's not just the chips, they got to get the cars. I, I've got a friend who uh, is general manager of a Chevrolet dealership mm-hmm. and he says, uh, uh, he's selling 80 cars a month, but they're all used cars because he can't get any new cars. Unbelievable. And, and normally he would sell between 200 and 250 cars a
0: month. So wow. it's a big difference. That's huge, that's huge. And that, that's real time. That's on the ground, folks. Exactly. Yeah. That's not Wall Street talking. That's right. the guy on the corner saying, I'm in trouble. Right. Yeah. So uh, going, going a little further, uh, what, do you, what do you see? Uh, you know, we kind of talked about it a little bit at the beginning about, uh, you know, doing a, a sort of a forecast about what headwinds may lay ahead uh, into the fall and winter months. Uh, do you have any, uh, being that you're a prognosticator, <laughs> uh, what do you see coming, Norfolk? Uh, well,
1: uh, again, I think we're on a rec- in a recovery mode. Uh, we've got industries that have recovered and, and gone on beyond that. And, uh, 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 I heard one uh, restaurant owner say, you know, I, I'm now at a level higher than I was when this all started but it's taken me a year and a half to get, uh, yeah. get, get back to it. Uh, I, 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 uh, again, so a lot of it depends on the politics involved in all of these subsidies and, and everything. It, it's obvious that you can't pay people to stay home and pay them the same amount that they would get for going to work and expect that they're going to uh, uh, go to work. Uh, most of them are going to take the money and uh, enjoy that and there's complications from uh, school cho- school-age children and that sure. type of thing that they don't they don't have a place to put them in the uh, uh, in the summertime but like they do in, uh, in in the winter
0: so well, there, there's also another phenomena that's happening which I don't think is going to change actually and that is remote working uh, that was a phenomena that uh, we've all seen, uh, I have uh, uh, my metal company, All Metals and Forge Group, and uh, in terms of the office staff and sales, uh, they some of which didn't want to work remotely, well, they wound up doing it because that's what the company did. And now they don't want to come back because they kind of like working in their right. shorts or panties and bra. Ooh, was that a bad thing for me to say? Only kidding. Um, but there, people are getting used to the idea, number one. And number two, um, I, I find that my staff, and I hope they're listening, uh, really have been putting out a tremendous amount of uh, work. Uh, we did have a plan in place of such an eventuality. So when we, when it was decided that we closed down, I think it was March 16th of 2021, uh, within a day and a half, everybody was set up with computers, printers, scanners and all that. And there's been no break in our uh, methodology of how we conduct business. So um, those who don't have a plan, you ought to get one. Right. Because you never know what the next issue is gonna be coming around the corner.
1: Well, uh, and I think it's one thing to communicate with your employees. It's another thing to communicate with your uh, customers. Both are important. Uh, you, you, gotta, you gotta play both sides of that
0: and make sure oh, it's being taken care of. Absolutely. Well, Norbert, great report. I really appreciate you going into a descriptive mode As to what the slim report is uh, for our listeners and audience, Uh, we will uh, see you uh, next month, and uh, we'll see where the numbers we'll spin the dial and see where the number stops.
1: It'll be a new story.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Thanks thanks for thank you for joining us. And by the way, why don't you give us your email address so that if people want to reach out to you, they can do that. Yeah. If if, uh,
1: feel free to to use it. It's in uh, this is all small case n-o-r-j-o-r-e at gmail.com so that's n-o-r-j-o-r-e at gmail.com would love to have participants in our survey you get a lot of information out of it uh, that frankly uh, would cost you uh, a lot of money to uh, to get uh, and we, we do that all free to the people that participate in the survey
0: I, I suggest, strongly suggest that you read this, folks, because it's really important. You're in manufacturing. This is dedicated to manufacturing. Okay? Yes, it is. So that's that's the terrific part. Norbert, thanks for joining us, and uh, we're going to see you next month. Okay, thanks, and all the best. Thank you much. Well, folks, uh, another good month under our belt, and we have uh, just heard Norbert Orr give his uh Uh, information that he's collected through his uh, panel, which you should take advantage of and go to the website where he's located. Um, I want to do something a little different being that we have this uh, really nice background, but poor old Where's Willie and uh, a couple of the others haven't been seen, uh, but I'm gonna do a walk-off. So I'm gonna take the walk-off and you get to see all that information and it'll be up for about five or 10 seconds. So get your paper and pencil because these are exciting shows and we'd love to have you participate and get the benefit of this offbeat, not Main Street news. So that being said, I'm walking off.